Hey, this is Jim McKee's bartender. I'm going to pause the music here. I, I had my volume turned all the way up uh, for my Skype phone calls. Uh, we're coming live from Key Largo. It's Monday, March 23rd, uh, 45 minutes ago. It is now uh, 12 after 11, uh, about uh, 10.30. Um, the uh, county closed down access to the Keys on Route 1 coming in at the stretch. Uh, so only those people with legitimate business down in the Keys, meaning uh, suppliers, uh, you know, food service, all, all those things, uh, and um, people with resident stickers. And uh, I, I'm, most of the cars, at least the cars have been here at least two and a half years, probably have residency stickers that uh, they have from Irma. Uh, they Normally you would get those residency stickers by going and showing your registrations for your vehicles at the local motor vehicle places here in the Keys. But right now you have to go to the Sheriff's Office uh, down the Plantation Key if you are listening. Uh, that would be your course of action. If you have to go up to the mainland. Uh, this morning I was up uh, Approximately a little after seven o'clock, I was going down to a meeting, and uh, we—I uh, noticed there was a ton of track traffic heading south. There are a lot of legitimate people that have to be down here. Also, there's been uh, stories of people that have been uh, doing some hunting and gathering for supplies at our local stores. At least that are the reports that people from the mainland have been coming down here and. Uh, and they call it raiding. I wouldn't call it raiding. That's it's a public store. Obviously, we are protective of our local resources. But then again, it's a supermarket. And the supermarket is a private company that is open to the public and people from the mainland. And you, I know some of the listeners may argue with it, but they have just as a reason if they have a need I'm sure uh, we all go as far whenever we need something that's not available in the Keys we'll go to the mainland and get it now if that was restricted obviously like uh, during uh, right before a hurricane you may have to get uh, uh, plywood or anything like that to board up and if there was none down in the Keys I'm sure if you had the wherewithal, you would head up to the mainland and buy a bunch of it. Same thing goes for gas and any food stuff. So if you have a need for it, if you're going to get it for your family, I say that's a legitimate concern. But uh, if you're doing it, you're hoarding and you're doing it, going to, you hear all sorts of stories that go on. And uh, you hear it all the time. These kind of stories come ab about that people are showing up at um, these uh, big uh, farmers markets and places like that and they're uh, selling their wares, toilet paper, cleaning supplies uh, at a marked up price and there's some price gouging going on on eBay for cleaning supplies and there's all sorts of resources people have out there so they don't have to necessarily uh, resort to that and eventually, once everyone's had their pantry and their storage filled, uh, the supply chain 
will fill up if they're still manufacturing that stuff. Uh, right now, uh, the Keys, like every place in the United States, uh, is, is experiencing a little change of lifestyle. Uh, normally, we'd be in the um, midst of um, our uh, spring breakers. And there was, uh, uh, there was, this is our life's blood down here. And I understand some, there was a whole sorts of reactions to uh, this yesterday, the county and uh, state closing down uh, lodgings at 6 p.m. And I think it was the county that uh, did it, but no, and the state did also, uh, state, uh, the governor closed down all the, uh, beaches, all the state parks are closed down. Um, the county uh, followed suit likewise to curtail the extra people coming down here. And uh, actually, on what was it? Uh, it was on Saturday afternoon. My uh, family and I were biking through the neighborhood when a uh, family full, uh, uh, not family full, a uh, SUV with French tourists came in and the father rolled down the window and he said he was the father. He said they were looking for a beach and they came down from Miami because they were all closed down. And uh, he was he had a, some kids that were anxious to go to the beach. And I was, <laughs> I was you know, I, I was a little taken aback that this guy is visiting the, the United States. And the, his biggest concern now was getting to a beach considering he had family. So I, I explained to him that there's really no natural beaches in the Florida Keys where Coral Island and he'd have to, um, his best chance was going back to the mainland and he explained to me that, oh, that's uh, my Google voice was coming on. Um, I'm, a, I'm having a message from a friend. I'm totally throwing off my game right now. So the guy eventually, I told him that there was no extra beaches that were available down here and they'd have to go back to Miami. And he told me that the, you know, all the beaches are closed down and he didn't get, you know, put off by that, decided to go, uh, I maybe look around someplace else, but I explained to him all, any of the beaches there, they had their sand brought in and things like that. They've been closed. All the, the, um, state and county parks are closed. So he'd be in the same predicament in the keys. So, um, right now we're going to be trying to do our Skype calls, trying to get phone calls from, um, if I'm going to turn off my phone, my phone is super loud right now. Um, we are, um, going to be looking for people from different places in the world around the country. So, because we get all the information we can in here, I can get it firsthand. <coughs> and, uh, I have a bit of a cold, but that's uh, because I'm always been prone to a cold because of my allergies. And I'm feeling pretty good right now, except, uh, you know, much like anybody else, I'm a little more wary about what my symptoms are and what I have to do and how uh, I have to protect myself and other people when I go about that. I have, it was Friday when the restaurant I worked at, the catch, closed down. Most of the restaurants down here are either closed down or on takeout or to go already. 
um, a little thought experiment. Um, you have a certain amount of restaurants down here, and when it's in season, everyone has, uh, they're filled to capacity. A lot of people get making all the money they really need for the rest of the year. But now that we're saying goodbye to all the tourists, and a lot of those, because we did that, a lot of those tourists that supplied us were losing a lot of our businesses. So a lot of people that live down here aren't working. A lot of them are in the tourist industry. So there's a lot of uh, a drop in income for people's disposable income. So they, they're watching their money. So all these restaurants that normally have a lot of people dining in who've gone to take out and to go. And then you have all these people that are stuck in their homes because their business is closed down. And um, there's businesses tied to tourism. There's businesses tied to uh, indirectly tied to tourism. And there's places that are non-essential, like retail places that are closed down, like a dress shop or an art store. I don't know why I picked art store, but, you know, just things that sell to tourists, too. And they all shut down and then it hit goes down the chain. All those things that people would spend their money on aren't being spent on. So the takeout food, if people are home and they don't have anything to do, why would you, what would the first thing for most people would not be to order food. They would make their own food. And there's a certain amount of people that aren't very, not necessarily that great a cook or they don't have to watch their money that much yes they will order out but you know take out only for some most uh, restaurants only make up uh, at most 20 percent of their capacity and that's at most and with everyone going to takeout and less people being available so that takeout if every every restaurant were to stay open let's say would never reach above 20 percent of the former uh, you know percentage of your revenue let's say that drops down to half that 10% staying open is you're actually losing money because you're paying people to put out food and you have that same amount to cook the same amount of cooks that you normally have or maybe one less but you're still making only 10% of your revenue you're not even generating enough to pay that you're not generating enough to pay for your gas I think a lot of people are just pretty much staying open right now just to run out their stock of perishable items because you have all this investment in perishable items it's best to even give it away and, and you know and at lower prices and things like that just so you can get rid of that and instead of having to throw it out as um, spoilage so here we are in the keys it's uh, we are I guess it's only four days into the uh, it's not quite a stay-at-home order, and there's people out there. Uh, there was, I want to get someone from Key West uh, to uh, call in, and once we get that call in, I think uh, we'll find out a little more what's happening. But uh, someone posted that they were doing a social. Let me see, get the phraseology correct. Social disruption. They had a little party and they were posting on Facebook and there was a lot of blowback from that. Um, understandably so. Um, since they were asking for s social distancing, all these people came together. Luckily it was under, I think there was only nine people in the picture, but there was a, um, that, and this is obviously a local thing where the people in Key West call them selfish and all that. I mean, people are going to behave the way they're going to behave, whether they're going to take it seriously or not. 
um, there's uh, people angry out there, their, their lives are disrupted, and they don't see the danger and what happens. They see the numbers, and the numbers right now, if you're looking on a, uh, let's say CNN, they'll show 15,000 people have died recently, and there's a couple hundred thousand infected, and they'll look at all the numbers of the H1N1 or Spanish influenza, and they'll say, well, this happened. Well, perhaps what they're really trying to do um, is say, this is the way it is now, and because of the infection rate, that it could become this. This is the potential of it. See, the way to stop a forest fire is not waiting for the whole forest to be up and there being 100,000 acres being consumed. The time to stop the forest fire is when it's only a couple acres are on fire. It's easier to contain. So um, people say, well, I mean, when, when are you going to be concerned? Are you going to be concerned when there's 100,000 dead or the same as dead the last time? So even they're suggesting even with the rate it happened, how low it is right now, we're still going to probably match up with the H1N1 once it's all over here in the United States. Italy currently has 5,400 dead, and they have over a quarter the amount of coronavirus dead. And we, I talked about this math on previous shows. There could be very well, could be over 100,000 dead because of the coronavirus. They haven't been tested for it. And globally, they're talking, they have an exact number, 351,731 plus, because I guess plus means because there's people constantly coming down, being diagnosed with it. But that's the people that have been tested. Each year, people die of flu, pneumonia, heart failure, all these things that could be written down as natural causes or causes for other reasons. But um, the death deaths for now could be already be at 100,000. We just don't know that yet. And it'll only be in the end. And we really won't ever know because there's people dying in third world countries and stuff like that that'll ne never know that. So the lower the testing rate, we have Italy on the high end where they're at 5,400. They're actually going to get on top of it. The more desperate your situation, the more desperate the steps you're willing to take. So uh, Spain's right behind them. Spain's at uh, 2,2400. Next week, they're going to be at the same rate as Italy was this week. And then I'm sure we're going to see it in France. We're going to see it in Germany. We're going to see it in all the other countries in Europe. Um, you notice the most advanced countries are getting the the highest reported cases and stuff like that. Uh, that isn't just um, circumstance. That's because they're the ones doing most of the, most of the testing right now. And there's states in the United States that are taking more severe steps than others. Like Georgia from now, I saw some posting. Georgia is not taking a lot of steps. Pennsylvania is, and I had a friend friends up in Pennsylvania running in a 5k uh, my guess is since you're in between you're right next to New York uh, State um, and on that northeastern corridor there is going to be a, um, a big uptick uptick and it remember this is in um, it's not going to be exact in increments but it will be two weeks 
it'll be two weeks, two weeks, and two weeks until you start taking measures that mitigate the spread of the infection. That is social distancing, staying home, doing a quarantine, not just the people that are infected, people being suspected of being, because if you're not tested, you wouldn't know. People are, are, are uh, right now, the most important people getting tested, and I know I'm not an expert in things like this. This is mostly common sense. The most important people are the people that have to be in contact with other people, and the people that have to be in contact with other people are health, uh, health uh, providers, healthcare providers, uh, you know, uh, you know, first aid providers, uh, you know, uh, people that work in retail, people working uh, the food re uh, food supply, delivery systems, uh, transportation. And things like that. Now, the things that don't have to are teachers, uh, children, uh, people that work in retail for clothes. I mean, the clothing you do not need to you buy clothing right now. You may have to buy essentials like underwear um, and things like that. But y th there is no need for um, uh, uh, people going to the mall to look at new cutlery or electronics or anything like that. And then we're going to have, there's going to be a lot of people that um, have to be uh, tested for with, with deliveries because they're going to be hand handling packages. They're going to figure out how long it takes. Does, does this virus live on an object right now? They're speculating on whether on metal, on paper, what what is the infection rate? How long does it take? And if you're a first responder, um, you're going to have to worry about that too. You know, whether you cover it up, how, how you deal with uh, the bodily fluid stuff situation. So we're dealing with that down here in the Keys. Shutting down the uh, stretch is just an extension of that social distancing. Um, my, my guess is there's going to be plenty of people still being able to get down here. Plenty of people with those stickers. And they'll be borrowing if they need to really need to get down here, they can, all they have to do is pretty much borrow someone's car that has a sticker right now, and there'll be people selling stickers. Uh, but until we take things seriously in the states that aren't acting that way, I don't. Th uh, my feeling is we're not really going to get a handle on this. We see it right now. We're uh, right now also. They're talking about the stimulus package, the short-term stimulus package. In Congress and people are getting very political about their post remember this it's not that they're giving the government is not giving us money what they're doing is they're taking a loan out from us because we're the ones that are gonna have to pay it back the government doesn't pay back the loan the thousand dollars that goes into the national debt and the people of the United States incur the national debt and if they're not careful uh, there are lobbyists and people that uh, very intelligent people that make up the language in these stimulus packages that could uh, be a giveaway to large corporations and large corporations have the resources to be able to have the people that suggest oh we need this amount I mean there's guys uh, CEOs and executives on these boards they they uh, had to put when they put the banking packages together back in 2008 2009 to bail them out when the mortgage failures were going on 
they had to be really careful. And even being really careful, they still had people getting uh, huge salaries during it. Um, so we, we do have to be careful. The money that is sent out there, I understand there's are people out there that uh, live paycheck to paycheck. But um, in the end, if it moves really fast, and the best thing to make it move really fast is um, the people that are really pushing it. The people say, well, listen, we can get this $2 trillion package. Now, originally when they said it was going to be a $1 trillion package, they said it would be uh, a thousand of a certain amount of money per person. And now they said, now they're talking about a $2 trillion package. Uh, but it's not exponentially that much more money be coming to the taxpayers. It's the larger portion of the corporate bailout is coming out of there. And uh, watch out what people say. Hey, the, your, the visceral response is you're getting between me and my money. Well, there are the people that have the resources. The resources to really weather the storm are the ones that have the resources to lobby and push for the stimulus package really go for the weakest people who really need the stimulus package don't have the resources to push their politicians what they do is they can go on Facebook and get all nutty about it and get crazy and say oh I just want to get yeah it's you're not getting it's uh, once again you're no one's giving you anything because you pay the lion's share of the taxes Remember, General Electric for years paid very little percentage-wise against their profits. And that's why, if you ever hear about off, you know, moving banking off, offshore, a lot, people with money pay a lot of money to other people so they don't have to pay a lot in taxes. So the bulk of carrying this, paying taxes, and paying off this stimulus package will be carried on our back. So when there was tax cuts that came out two years ago, three years ago, a bulk of the tax cuts went to the wealthiest people in the United States. We just got a little piecemeal reduction in it. You know, they reduced some of the benefits and uh, they reduced the penalty on the Obamacare. Yeah, that really, that helped out somewhat and stuff like that. But in the long run, if you see wages and the amount of taxes you're going to pay and the amount of your cost and your deductibles for health care and stuff actually have gone up. So in the end, you're not getting anything for free. You're just getting that to get sustain you just enough so there isn't a t tremendous uh, uproar. And in the end, you're going to find yourself a little bit behind because the people that get these companies and restaurants and these small things cannot weather the storm. It is harder to start back up. It'll be harder to purchase, get your short-term um, with, with, you know, financing that they do, uh, that uh, small companies, they need gap financing to get supplies. Everyone had just-in-time, which is just-in-time delivery where you keep a small stock on hand depending on what you need, what you're putting out, your eventual product. People aren't maintaining as large a stock. But restaurants, they're going to have to start up almost uh, from the beginning with their stock again with no income incoming money to draw on so they're not going to be paying back um, 
pretty much everyone that's running an account with their suppliers. But now that they're not getting any money right now, they're going to have to order off for that without having any any money coming in. So my guess at the end is going to be very hard. There's going to be a lot of companies going to have a hard time to come back from this. And there's going to be a lot of uh, unemployment following this. We'll see. Uh, the keys are going to uh, feel its effect uh, really quickly. Maybe not as much as these small towns up north. Uh, you'll see almost everything's up north when you're living in the keys, isn't it? But uh, we're going to feel it as much as anybody else. And I'm sure there's going to be places in Minnesota, um, Arkansas, Indiana, uh, Utah, California, Pennsylvania, you name it, there's towns that are going to feel it. Big and small towns are going to feel it alike. But right now, we're going to have to do our best to make mitigate the spread of the pandemic. Whether you believe it or not, just because it isn't the number you expect it to be right now, play the tape forward, think about how many people there could be that's when you're trying that's when you stop the fire not when it burns up your own house the fire right now is in the kitchen so stop the fire keep the house from burning down don't wait for the whole house to be uh, burnt down so you have to rebuild the house we only have to do a little work in the kitchen right now um, for now we're going to sign off maybe I'll get a, a little later we'll have a uh, a caller from a different part of the country or maybe Key West Till then, take care. God bless. Uh, do your best. Stay healthy.